Welcome to Behind the Scenes, the podcast. My name is Alex. I'm a mom, a personal development coach, a business consultant, an artist, and I'm also autistic with a lovely sprinkle of ADHD. I love knowing the why behind the what, and I want to encourage you to do the same, especially when it comes to our relationship with ourselves and others. Think of this podcast as your sign to elevate yourself to your unapologetically best and most authentic self. We're going to tear down the labels and masks while creating new ways to define and accept our own humanness. Let's ask more questions, dig deeper, get to know the opposing viewpoint, find out the why behind the what, go behind the scenes with ourselves, others, and the world around us. Hi, sunshines. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. So I've talked a lot about how important my great grandmother is to me. And she has been a mother to me for the most part. Like when I think of my mom or like whenever I hear like poems about mothers or I hear songs about mothers, it's always my grandmother who I picture. So I want to talk a little bit about her today. So her name is Irene. And honestly, she's been like the matriarch matriarch of our family for as long as I can remember. Like she was married when she was young, but that relationship was pretty awful. And so when she got out of it, she stayed single and worked hard to care for her family. And her grandkids have always been her life. Like I remember, I have so many memories of my childhood and most of them include her, especially the good memories. Um, they all include her. Like I would go down to Mexico with her all the time. I'd go to El Paso to visit my uncle with her all the time. We would go up to Washington and Alaska to visit cousins and uncles up there. Um, and when I would get home from school, like she was the one who picked me up from school almost every single day as a kid. She's the one who did homework with me. We would have like this routine where we would go get picked up from school. We'd stop at Sonic and grab slushies and snacks. And then we'd go home and she would do homework with me. And then we'd do dinner and do TV or whatever. But she was always so hardworking. Like when she was still working full time, when I was little, little, she worked for a bus company, like repairing these massive city buses. And then when she retired from that, she became a hospice care like person. She wasn't necessarily a nurse, even though like she was like semi-certified. She never went to nursing school, but she would show up and she would be a hospice care. And she'd go to these homes of people who were younger than her and take care of them because they needed, they needed the help. And she has always been just this tiny five foot ball of fire that was unstoppable. So this year, she will be 88 this summer, and now she has dementia. And so when I first started seeing the signs of this, it was, it kind of shook me a little bit. Um, She was living with me here in North Carolina at the time. She stayed with us for about a year, and that's kind of when I started seeing her start to slow down. And that was really hard for me. I mean, while I know she's not immortal, it's also really hard for me to picture my life without her just because she has always 
been there and she has always been so strong and she has always just been on the go and taking care of everybody. So this is a different, uh, a different perspective, I guess. And it's just, it's had me really reflecting a lot. Um, especially cause I know I won't have her forever and I'm having to kind of come to terms with that. And, and, and with that concept and with the reality that that is coming. And so I've been really reflecting a lot because she taught me so much. And I, I give her all the credit for all of my good qualities. You know, it's, it's her voice that I hear when I'm going through hard situations or even when I'm learning something new or I'm playing with my kids. It's her voice that I hear cheering me on in the back of my head. You know, telling me that I can do anything that I put my mind to. And so lately, I've been really trying to focus on all the life that she's lived. She's been my role model since I was little. And not just telling me what to do, but showing me how to be strong and how to push through and how to take care of my family. I mean, she's honestly like she's the reason that I didn't turn bitter after having such a rough childhood her being that light and that safety and that support as a kid is what has molded me and shaped me into who I am today, even regardless of all the junk that I've gone through and experienced in my life. And so just a heads up, you're probably going to hear a lot of stories about her over the coming weeks and months, um, more just as I scroll memory lane and and pull little tidbits out. But the big thing is I wish everyone had a grandma like her. So I wanted to share some lessons that she's taught me along the way. And one of the most important lessons that my grandma taught me was independence. And not necessarily in the traditional sense, Um, given her abusive marriage and the era that she grew up in, my grandma wanted to raise me to be self-sufficient, to never depend on others, period, like her big thing was, you don't need a man, you don't need to do, you know, she grew up in a, in an era where you got married. And that's what you did. Like as a woman, that's what happened. You needed a man to live to survive, like you needed a man to get through life. And she, that wasn't her path. Like she got married at 14. And then got out of that marriage as soon as she could. And so she has survived all of these years without having a man in her life to take care of her, to provide for her, to give her all of her needs. And so she wanted to teach me that I don't need to depend on a man or anybody else for that matter to survive in this world and to have a good life, not just to survive, but to thrive. And that may seem a bit extreme. And at times along the way, I've thought so too. And then I like really think about her history. Like she saw firsthand how systems were not built to support the people who needed it. She learned how to survive by working hard and by making things happen. And this is, again, a little five foot nothing Hispanic woman from the Hondo Valley in New Mexico. Like she didn't have high education. She literally worked all of her life. Um, And I remember her telling me when I was a kid, and she would always push education. She's like, get you a good education, Mija. 
And she'd always say that. And I hated school. I absolutely hated school. But I, I actually really did love learning. And I realized this as I got older and into my career that I do love to learn. I just hated being stuck in a classroom. And so my grandma would tell me over and over and over again that I can't just trust that things would work out, that if I wanted something, the best thing that I could do was learn as much as possible and then make it happen. And she always instilled in me this, like, I don't even call it an idea, but she just helped me develop this mindset that I could do anything I wanted to if I put my mind to it and I was willing to put in the effort to learn what I needed to in order to make it happen. And so I learned at a very young age that nothing in this world could stop me if I didn't let it. So what was the thing that has been my roadblock? It's been me. So here's my question for us today. What could you accomplish if you weren't holding yourself back? What could you accomplish if you weren't holding yourself back? We all have dreams and aspirations that we want to achieve in life, but oftentimes we find ourselves holding back, making excuses, playing it safe, and and we let fear and self-doubt and imposter syndrome maybe keep us from pursuing our goals. And as a result, we end up settling for a mediocre life that really doesn't fulfill us. But what if you could break free from those self-imposed limitations and really unleash your true potential? What if you could tap into your inner strength and that inner courage that you do have and start living the life you've always dreamed of? I mean, at that point, the possibilities are endless. So what is it? What is holding you back? Is it a fear of failure, the fear of unknown, the fear of what other people might think or say about you? Or maybe it's just a lack of confidence in yourself and your abilities, Do you have some limiting beliefs? I mean, at the basis of it, limiting beliefs are just negative thoughts or ideas that we hold about ourselves and our abilities. And they pretty much stem from past experiences and feedback that we've received from others. And the unfortunate part is they can be incredibly powerful in holding us back from reaching our full potential because we look at them as fact. For example, if you've always been told your whole life that you're not good at math, you may develop this limiting belief that you're just not a math person. And then what's the consequence of that? That limiting belief can actually hold you back from pursuing a career in a field that requires those strong math skills, even if you have a genuine interest and passion for it kind of like what I did. I hated school. I didn't want to go into a career that needed me to sit in a classroom for 12 hours, but I loved learning. And if I had let that limiting belief of I hate school and I don't have an education background to back this up, then I just can't do it and hands off, I never would have achieved the things in my career that I have. The good news is that limiting beliefs can be overcome and it, it starts with identifying them and then questioning their validity. So the next time you hear one of those thought gremlins sneaking in, ask yourself, is this belief based in fact, or is it just a perception I have about myself? You see, we tend to jump to conclusions. And because negative feedback hits deeper than positive feedback, we just assume that the negative perspective that we've adopted is a universal truth. 
So I want to tell you right now, challenge yourself reframe the negative thoughts into positive ones and focus on your strengths and your abilities instead of your limitations. Is fear holding you back? I mean, fear is a natural human emotion and it can be a powerful motivator or a significant roadblock in achieving our goals. And the key with fear is learning to recognize when fear is holding you back and finding ways to overcome it. But how do you do that? One super effective technique is like to practice exposure therapy. So basically, you gradually expose yourself to the things that you fear in a safe and controlled environment. And that kind of allows you to build confidence and help reduce your anxiety over time. So for example, if you're afraid of public speaking, start by speaking in front of a small group of maybe your friends or your family, and then work your way up to larger audiences. Another way to overcome fear is to reframe your mindset. So instead of focusing on the potential negative outcome of a situation, try to focus on the positive possibilities. Visualize yourself succeeding and achieving your goals and let that vision motivate you to take action. Something to remember is failure is not the opposite of success. It's just part of the journey. And every successful person in the world has failed at some point. And to be honest, they have probably failed a whole lot of times, but they didn't let that stop them from pursuing their goals. They didn't let that be the roadblock that made them give up. They learned from it and then they kept moving forward. It's time to start taking risks. It's time to step out of your comfort zone. Don't let the fear of failure keep you from trying new things and taking on new challenges. And at the same time, don't let the fear of success limit what you think you're capable of. Remember, the only way to grow and learn is by stepping outside of what you already know. There's a, a quote that I say quite often, you don't know what you don't know. And that sounds redundant and that sounds like a dust statement, but it's true. Oftentimes we go through life thinking that we know all of these things and we have everything that we need to be successful in life, but that's only because we haven't stepped outside of what our current little comfort box is. We haven't taken the opportunity to learn the things that we haven't yet learned to encounter new challenges and to grow and expand in our own way. So how do we take action? It's easy to get stuck in a cycle of planning and analyzing without ever really taking real steps towards our goals. But action really is the key to making the progress and achieving the success. So start by setting clear, achievable goals and breaking them down into smaller, manageable steps. And then celebrate your progress along the way. No matter how small, use those wins as motivation to keep you going. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Seek out mentors and role models who have achieved similar goals and then learn from their experiences. My grandmother is my biggest role model. And I have gotten to learn so many things from her experiences through her life that I would probably, some of those things I would have never gotten to learn 
on my own, or I would have fumbled through them, but I got to use her experience as a guide point for my own life. And I have mentors of my own. I have uh, a handful of individuals who I consider my mentors. And there have been numerous times where I have picked up the phone and called them and been very honest and said, hey, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what's kind of foggy at the moment. And I'm really not sure how to proceed going forward. And those mentors have helped me navigate this path of life. And it's been so great because they haven't done it for me, but they've been these amazing guides where I can ask questions and I can learn from them because they've gone through it already. So surround yourself with people who believe in you and support your dreams. And don't let the negative opinions of others hold you back, okay? Their opinion doesn't matter. If they have a negative thing to say, they don't need to be in your circle. Surround yourself with people who believe in you and support you and are cheering you on. People that you can learn from. If you're the smartest person in the room, you might need to expand your circle and bring in people who are smarter than you so you can continue to develop and grow. What could you accomplish if you weren't holding yourself back? The answer is what my grandma said. Anything and everything you set your mind to. It takes courage. It takes perseverance. It takes a willingness to push past your fears and limitations. But the outcome is a life full of fulfillment, purpose, and success. The most important thing I want you to remember is don't forget to have fun along the way. There's a big difference in what do I want to do for the rest of my life versus what do I feel inspired to explore more deeply at this point in my life. You see, the second question removes all the pressures to plan your whole life in one moment. And in a way, it helps train you to honor the ever-changing truth of who you are. Because life is meant to be enjoyed. And pursuing your dreams and your goals should bring you joy and fulfillment. It should be an expansive experience, not a draining experience. So go out there and start living your best life. I'm praying for you. I'm rooting for you. You've got this.